overcome. May the sales be forever in your favor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Improvise, Adapt, Overcome podcast. Once again, today I am your host, Matthew Province, and we got your other host over here, Neville Rankin. Uh, it's a pleasure uh, to be here. Uh, we have an awesome guest today, Daniel Wong. He's a seasoned account executive, sales guru, and uh, sells software for a living, as a living. Hi, everyone. Really honored to be here. This is the highlight of my week for sure. And man, what's going on, guys? Not much. Well, it's awesome to have you here, Daniel. Um, you know, we've been waiting for this for a while. Uh, from our Zoom bomb from Ryan Zadrazil to recording the episode with Ryan Zadrazil. And then now we have you on. <laughs> you guys recorded with him last night, right? Yeah, we recorded him with him last night. You did. It's a secret. But um, yeah, no, super excited to have you on, dude. It's a pleasure to have you here. Um, and so let's Honored go, to be here. Yeah, let's just get right into it, right? So Daniel, you know what our podcast is about. It's about helping people get employed, right? And one of the one of the important things of going through that interview process is learning what your transferable skills are going from point A to point B, right? Say, right, I, I worked as a city director on our presidential campaign. How does that transfer over to sales, right? I ran teams. I had to do a ridiculous amount of cold calls every day. Um, I went door to door. All of that stuff transfers over. So for you, from your perspective, I kind of want to hear a little bit about what you believe is transferable, what your own transferable skills have been, and how people you know can use their resume on that side of things. Where do I begin? Uh, I, I think the one of the biggest things that you need to have is resilience, right? And uh, I'll choose that word, maybe persistence as well. Uh, we'll give them equal weight, right? Uh, resilience, persistence, choose one. Uh, resilience, because you, you gotta you, you gotta just know what you want and you gotta go for it. You gotta work really hard for it, right? And and th that's at the core of it. If you're not willing to work really hard for it, you're really not gonna ever get to where you want to be. So I, I think that that's that's the biggest one. Um, you know, if you know the audience, if you're looking for a job in, in SaaS sales, it's it's gonna probably be a really tough road, right? You're gonna get a lot of rejection before you ever get that very first job, probably as an SDR. Yeah. Right. So, if you're gonna get those rejections, you got to be able to to be persistent, right? So that's why I'm choosing both of those words: resilience and persistence. Persistently you got to be persistent. Resilient. It's cool. Pers I like that, Neville. Per persistently. You said it. <laughs> yeah. No, but you combine them. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So you, you gotta you gotta like take no's a lot, right? You gotta learn from each of those no's. You you gotta keep pushing on. You, you can't let it get you down. You gotta take each failure as a learning opportunity. Right. So one of my one of my favorite sayings is failing forward. Like the actual quote is longer. I don't remember it, but the short version is failing forward. So if you fail forward means just every time you fail, every time you get a no, you learn something, a takeaway from that experience, one to three things. Remember it, get better for next time, repeat. Right. But you gotta be persistent because it might be two no's, it might be five no's, it might be ten no's. But mm -hmm. all you need is one yes. And that's what we're working for. Uh, and that's before you get the job. Then you're going to be an SDR. I think being an SDR is one of the hardest jobs in in sales, mm -hmm. right? Uh, well, at least compared to the two jobs I've had in sales, SDR is pretty hard. Uh, so <laughs> you're going to get a lot of no's there too. You got to be very persistent. Same concept though. You got to push on beyond the no's. Don't take it personal. Take every opportunity as a learning opportunity. Fail forward. Learn better. Improve for next time until you get to the yes. Can I agree more? Yeah, nice. I, I think nice. from my personal experience, when it comes to failing forward, 
um, I, I have, I had a student who she was, she was ready to give up because she went through, I think, and it was only, it was like five interviews. She got rejections and it was like, I was like, I went through 30 before I got a job offer. And so I was like, I was like sales is all about getting 99 rejections before having that one. Yes. And right. And then if you can't right, if you can't really handle five, then sales may not be the thing for you to go into. Right. And a lot of people at first, you know, it, it is hard. It's not, it, it is very hard to not take it personally, to not go to sleep at night thinking, you know, I failed so much today, but that's what sales is. And then once you get that one, yes, then it feels so great. That That's what it's about, right? Because the one yes is way more valuable than the 9,000 no's that you get before that. Right. And that's, that's that. Yes. That you, that's what you learn from learn how you got that yes and you create more yeses out of it and instead of now getting one out of a hundred uh, you, now you get to two out of a hundred and keep moving forward and forward until you get better with that process and then you now my that? student now my student has a job she did that's awesome she she was motivated after you know basically i just gave her that same speech i just said here and she was like <laughs> she was like you're right i was like well i know but well, let's get this done um and now she has a job it was pretty awesome um, and so Neville, you know, I'll pass it over to you. Cause I know you wanted to say a couple things about that. Well, I mean, really just to not piggyback, just go right with like, it's phenomenal, you know, not that, cause it says that persistently resilient, but you know, you have to go back and say, okay, no, I'm still going to keep going, but it's what's, or what are you passionate about? That's going to make sure that transfer is translatable, right? Because that that's really the ultimate goal. Like I, I think this is this is a phenomenal platform because we're able to see the varying in generations on sales. Because that SDR role is a difficult role. Mm -hmm. It's one of the hardest roles. However, I've you know I've been able to watch it grow from you know the junior stockbroker on the floor where you had to earn your desk because you had to earn your seat because you weren't allowed to sit because you had to make sure that when you made that those phone calls you were able to close several deals before you even got a chance to get moved forward and that was cold calling somebody to ask them what their social is to send a hundred grand to send a million right like you if you didn't leave with at least 10 grand for the day then you didn't do your job right you got scolded you got it was crazy right like the, the level of pressure from then to now is so and this is where it goes into SaaS. There's so many aspects of now that have that are automated. And as awesome as that is, there's so many aspects of it that those coming into the workforce don't know. And it's not their fault they don't know because it's already already automated, right? So there's a gap. And that's where, you know, in that when interviewing, because like you said, Daniel, you were talking about, you know, in your two jobs, right? What would you say for those that are experienced, like have experience in sales and have experience in knowing how to translate to whichever industry or whichever market, but really whichever mindset, right? How do they then break into SaaS and uh, be able to translate that, that experience into where, you know, because they are coming in at an SDR level many times, right? Coming from a director level somewhere else to, you know, starting in to where they've trained in other industries, right? Yep. But they have to come in at that mindset be like, okay, I'm going to do this because yes, right? But what would, you, what would your advice be to them? Because they're listening. I'm listening. The, the first piece of advice is 
man, keep doing what you're doing. You're already in the right place. You're listening to a podcast that's specifically about how to get a job in SaaS sales. So you're already doing the right thing, right? I, I, I get, I, I take a lot of calls currently from SDRs who are trying to move into an AE role. Uh, so essentially uh, trying to become a rep and move into a closing role. So it's not quite the same situation, but it's a very similar question. It's, you know, right now we're talking about the three of us, we're talking about how do people get into SaaS at all, right? How do you get into an SDR role? Uh, so the calls I've been taking recently have been more about, hey, I'm an SDR now. I want to take the next step in my career. I want to actually become an AE. What, what advice do you have for me, Daniel? And so my answer is this right here, this is what you're doing. We're talking. I didn't know you yesterday. Keep doing this. Like you leverage me, you use me for the next 25 minutes that we have blocked out today. And then keep doing this every single day until you, you learn as much as you possibly can keep doing this. Right? So your question, Hey, what should people be doing? Listen to this podcast, listen to other podcasts. The internet is a wonderful, wonderful place. There's so much information. It's not gated. And that's just fancy SAS language. I'll get into that in a second. Fancy <laughs> SAS language for it's, it's free. Mm -hmm. right um you don't have to go to the library and get a book anymore right you See? can pay 15 bucks for a book yeah go ahead no 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 please continue because that yeah all, all i want to say is like they that's exactly what that question's about right what are those terms like what uh, what are that what is that fancy language because that's what i would love and that's what matt would love because the, the marginalized communities the underrepresented communities they don't have an opportunity to hear that speak right it could very well mean the exact so it just means free okay great so you just said there's a lot of you know like <laughs> it's know, ungated content right ungated, you know yeah. it's it's uh, it's un like and that that's something where if in a conversation they're able to say that at the right moment because that's it it's not only a job it's a life right because their livelihood changes the moment they're able to land an opportunity to do something they're already good at Right. They just need to be honed, like hone that skill. Right. So like, thank you. Thank you. So please continue more of those little gems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like keep listening to Daniel talking on improvise, adapt, overcome and using big fancy vocab words. Right. That's how you Hell absorb yeah. as much of the, of these fancy terms that are specific to SAS that don't exist elsewhere. And then you, you make that just second nature to yourself. The more you immerse yourself, it's like, Living in another country, you don't know the language. I guarantee you, if you drop yourself there and they don't speak any English, you'll be speaking that language there in six months or less, right? It's, it's the same thing here. It's not as severe, but you want to do that as much as possible, right? The internet's such a beautiful place. You, you have literally so many podcasts to listen to. You don't have enough time in the day to listen to about sales in SaaS specifically. Yeah. And I do right? want to give a shout out to the lowly SDR podcast. You know, Higher. once you guys yeah, once you guys are done listening to us, go over to listen to Eric Smith and his guests. I went on that podcast too, so specifically listen to my episode. <laughs> that that episode is also called Improvise, Adapt, Overcome. Uh, so there it shouldn't be too hard to find. Uh, but yeah, no, completely agree with Daniel. A lot of the, there's free resources out there, and then once you once you feel like you have that knowledge in your head, come to me. I'll help you get a job. Uh, you know, that's what my company does. Uh, uh, no, and you know, getting dropped, that's exactly what it felt like when I was first going into SAS was like getting dropped into a country, learning the language in six months. Although I had like two weeks, um, right. And uh, you know, so I have to remind myself sometimes when I'm talking to family and friends about my job that they don't know what I'm talking about. 
And I'm like, I'm like SAS, A-E-S-D-R. They're like, what is, what is KPI? ROI? <laughs> what, what does that mean? And so I have to go in and explain all this stuff to them. And they're like, oh, okay. And then, you know, by the end of the conversation, they're like ready to be an SDR at that point. But, you know, it, it, it completely agree. It's kind of crazy. It is like learning a new language. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's so many acronyms. That's, that's the biggest thing. And I, I like to your point, Neville, like if you can show up to an interview and, and speak in, in this language that your interviewers already speak in, it just goes to show that you've done your homework. It sh goes to show that you've educated yourself. You've taken the steps to develop these skills on your own before you show up to the interview, before right. you ask for the job, you are, you, you can show up to the interview and you told them that you've read Gap Selling by Keenan, right? Yeah. Read that book. That's, that's, a, that's another really good book to, to, to get started Take with. It right like yeah everybody listening write it down gap selling by keenan uh challenger yep. sale right read these books because when you read it it costs you 10 bucks to buy the book change and your life it'll change your life right you'll be exposed to these ridiculous vocab words that don't exist elsewhere but it'll give you a really good idea of what sales in SaaS is actually like because there's a reason stereotypes about salespeople exist outside of the sales world right people who aren't in sales, they I think they typically see a salesperson as the stereotypical caricature of a car salesman, right? You walk onto the car mm -hmm. lot, they say, and I'm talking about the bad, there's actually good car salesmen, but there's bad car salesmen. <laughs> hey, like check out all our cars. This car A has these features, car B has these features. How can I get you to drive home in a car today, right? Um, but being a SaaS salesperson is really not about that. It, it's about actually I'm having actually, conversations. That's a good salesperson. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, and right. you know, I think one of the things people, when people first learn all the vocab, they want to spew it, <laughs> and so it's one of the things is kind of hold, use it when it only really truly when it makes sense, right? Because if you just go out spewing a bunch of random stuff, like the managers could just can be like, oh, okay, like I, I I did that during my first few interviews is I just spewed all the language I just learned and it definitely hurt me more than anything else. Right. Mm. And so, right. Don't hold back in your knowledge, but hold back in acronyms is really what I'm just trying to say is, uh, you know, get straight to the point. Don't, don't say a bunch of different things. Like today I had this uh, two page script that I was supposed to be using. Um, and I did, I think I did about, uh, about 30 calls today. I closed two people, um, and with less than one minute on each call. So like time, you know, the least amount of time that you can use to be efficient, super important, right? Most people aren't going to be able to get to get to book a demo or be able to close something in under a minute, but you'll get there. It, it takes time, practice, and using some of the fancy vocab does help. As we talk more about sales and, and interviewing, there's a lot of parallels to be drawn there. Yeah. Right. So to your point, Matt, like when you're on the phone, you're if you're an SDR, if you're cold calling, you're going to have not even a minute. You're going to have yep. 20 seconds <laughs> to, to tell somebody... Yeah. Or to show, not even tell, show somebody a reason why they shouldn't just hang up on you. Yeah. Right? 20 right. seconds. And then the first 20 seconds, if you're successful, that's going to earn you another 20 seconds. Yep. Yeah. And th th there it is. There it is. Right? And understanding that that's where that sales funnel starts. Right? That's where all your cadences are covered. Because if you cover all of the aspects of what needs to be said or needs to be understood because you've just 
that's where that relationship can and is built, right? Because for that quick moment, you listened. They heard you listen in the little that they said. And that's, I can't, yeah, 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 yeah I'm sorry. Yeah. I get I get that, but that's, that's where it goes in like the passion. Like when you were saying with the yes, right? Matt, like getting that, finding that thing that drives you, right? So yeah. if, if you're salespeople at a core, they innately just want to help. They want to help whoever they can. And that's why they can sell anything because anything that is can provide some sort of benefit, they can be like, all right, yeah, sure, here. They just need to be provided the opportunity to do so, right? And that's where it goes right back into, you know, how are they able to do that? So reading books, yes. Joining pod, listening to podcasts like this one, of course, this one. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, mentorship. Oh, I got more. Oh, right so yeah. <laughs> you know you i know you're rev genius yes yes uh there's a lot of that. online communities uh so yeah i'm part of rev genius not to be confused with that view we can talk about that more later but that's uh, hmm. yeah. yeah uh so rev genius uh there's it, it's an online community of sales professionals right it's, it's open to anyone who wants to join it, it's simply a community where you can bounce ideas off each other and be exposed right we were talking about lingo Right, just yeah. being around people who are in the industries that you want to be in, or in the professions that you want to be in, and being exposed to how they conduct themselves online when they talk to each other, seeing what type of questions they ask each other, and seeing what type of answers come out those to those questions. Right, uh, you're not right. going to become an expert overnight, but the it's more training. you exposure, yeah, exactly, it's free exposure. It's like almost like job shadowing, but you don't have to be in the job yet. Yeah. Right. You're, you're essentially right. getting the opportunity to rub elbows with people who are already at the top of their game. Right. Right. And this is this is all on the Internet. It's freaking amazing. All this stuff didn't exist five, ten years ago. Right. Uh, and so that like that that ties into like the, the resources. Right. So the resources now versus the resources then, you know, when you when you were trying to get a job before you could walk into the place and say, hey, Mr. Owner, Mrs. Owner, any owner, anyone here? Hello. <laughs> right. Like the resume, as much as they're looking at it, it was you that sold it. Right. So you have to be able to do that from a digital avatar nowadays. And it, it has to transcend, you know, a, a whole thousands more than it ever even had to look at before and the only way really in is to make sure that there is that ping from someone that you know hey there's some sort of reference there's some sort of referral there's some sort of someone that can validate or vouch for this person right so you know in those building relationships you know, you're currently uh at keep trucking right now what brought you there uh well i'm soon to be uh at HubSpot, but uh, I think by the time this episode airs, we'll be uh, that'll be official. Um, but yeah, like fire. Thank you. Uh, what got you there, man? A, a, a lot of things, uh, but uh, I mean, ultimately, one of the biggest factors that drew me there was the opportunity to develop myself as a professional and, and up level myself as a, as a salesperson. I wanted the chance to be able to just learn as much as I could, as fast as I could. Mm. And I'll, I'll give a brief plug to HubSpot Academy. Uh, so we were just talking about resources, right? We are talking about online communities. We're talking about books. There's free courses online from places like HubSpot. Go right now, HubSpot Academy, Google it. 
uh, they free courses to anyone ungated. There's that word again, ungated to anyone who wants to actually just learn more on their own. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's th the fact that it's already available outside of, of HubSpot and I was able to do it during my interview process. I, I can't imagine what it will be like once I actually have access to a manager internally and they're going to be able right. to really show me the ropes and develop me as a sales professional. Right. Uh, but to everyone listening, go online right now, learn how HubSpot sells, learn how they teach other custom their customers to sell because they sell a marketing and sales platform. So they're educating their customers too, as part of their content marketing strategy. But that doesn't mean that you can't go online and, and do the coursework yourself and get free education, essentially it costs free 99 for you. And so for nice. me, I, I actually did that during my interview process. And it gave me really, really good insight into how HubSpot educates their customers and how I'm presuming their own rep sell. Uh, and so it was a really big leg up for me to be able to have that insight and have the understanding and just be able to to talk about it during my interview, but also internally just having that knowledge now that I know I can bring into the role even before I, I've worked a day at HubSpot, right? So I'm starting in a week and a half, can't can't be more excited, awesome. uh, but I already feel like I'm, I'm gonna just be able to hit the ground running from day one and anyone else can do the exact same thing. I would definitely recommend it. So, you know, the goal of this is to have people be able to really just emulate and reflect that, right? Like really be passionate about what it is that they're doing, where it is that they are, you know, be able to be feel confident that the company that they're working with, the people that they're working with, you know, they're excited to work with them because then everyone wins, you know, it's very rare that you can say that you know every sales people everywhere would be like oh no but do this do this everything's great no 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 hold on wait <laughs> sometimes you gotta ask questions but after many all times you gotta ask questions but if at the core of it when you are about to engage in what it is and you smile that's it that's it everything else after that is validated or to an extent but you get the point so that's awesome. Awesome. So as I'm about to jump into RepView, because I see the swillness and it makes sense, right? Because you are a former Superman powerlifter, sir. <laughs> uh, I believe my byline on LinkedIn is former mediocre USAPL <laughs> powerlifter. I, I wear the mediocre very, very proudly. Got it. Got it. Got it. But so with powerlifting, that's something that you're still into or, or teach it. I'm retired, retired, oh, retired, yeah. retired. Okay. So with that mindset, how have you translated that into your sales, into your everyday work life, into your work ethic in general, because your work ethic for powerlifting, your regimen had to be right. So now that focus doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't just disappear. Now you've refocused it too. And I'm presuming sales yes yeah i mean i so i started powerlifting right before i started my sales career so they they developed line in line and nice. i don't even know if that's a term hand in hand at the yeah. same time right parallel yeah parallel <laughs> there you go parallel so they they developed in parallel and there's a lot of similarities i think between those two paths uh i mean we were talking about persistence and resilience earlier on right uh as a competitive powerlifter, I was actually self-coached. So I, I never had a coach 
I never had anyone besides my wife to keep me accountable, but she did a really good job of that. But it was mostly me, right? I also trained alone. I trained in my garage. I didn't belong to a gym. I didn't have training partners. Uh, I didn't have buddies deal. to. I didn't have buddies uh, to meet up with at six every Tuesday and Thursday, right? It, it was me in the dark corner of my garage, doing my own thing. Nobody was watching, unless I wanted to post a video on Instagram. But besides <laughs> that, no one was watching. And so who's going to keep me accountable? It's me. And the thing with powerlifting and the thing with sales is that you have to constantly hone your your craft. You have to constantly train. So you're not only practicing, you're also training. So there's two different things that we're talking about here. When you teach, you learn twice. So like with every conversation, you are growing. No matter how many times you had that conversation, someone somewhere will throw a swing and you're like, wait, oh, ah. And then it's a refreshing, right? But as you said, like it's it's a spot on. Uh, Matt, I see you say, because you are, I know. Go ahead. What? Oh, yeah, no, I was just like, no, I know. I think that's awesome. I, I know nothing about working out. I'm a I'm a scrawny 96 year old dude. That's five, eight. Um, I'm a twig, but you're 96. Uh, he meant pounds. He looked really young. We know he meant pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm super old. I, I just have a really you look good, great for 96. I know I have a really good skincare routine. I do every morning. Um, wow. Sell have, me your lotion, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a sample packet. I, I sell Perfect. it. It's part of my multi-level marketing company. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's super awesome. Working out in a dark corner every morning sounds fantastic. Great. You know, build you up as a salesperson for sure. As I know my mom is obsessed with like working out and stuff. Like she used to do uh, what was like the super hardcore working out. What's that called? Powerlifting? No. <laughs> well, not that, not that that's not super hardcore. CrossFit? Yeah, CrossFit. Yeah. she like tore her hip flexor or something but Uh, um but yeah like my mom and my older sister are obsessed with that stuff and it definitely builds you up as a human being because it it requires a a really good work ethic to not give up on it so my my best friend i'm gonna give isaac a shout out who he also works with me um at mtt he's one of the people i'm training to become a mentor um he's been on a really big weight loss journey as well and he's really kept to it and i'm super proud of him so keep going isaac if you're listening to this which he definitely is but um yeah if i could snap i would snap but i can't i can't snap snap either it's all good bro okay okay we're uh you know it's all good yeah and i think we just kind of came full circle there from transferable skills to once again transferable skills um and work ethic right so I'd mm-hmm. like to wrap this up. It feels like we're at a good stopping point. So unless you guys like have anything else to add. I did want to touch more on the networking side because that's, you know, that's something you mentioned a few times, Daniel, in terms of how things happen. And that's exactly why we have these networking events right after the show. So you guys can get a chance to speak to Daniel, listen to Daniel, but also engage with everyone else that's there because that's where you get to literally be at the table, right? Have those conversations, recommend the book that you've read, ask for a book to read, you know, just listen and learn more. Like that's how you're going to get the role. But First and foremost, bring your passion to the table. Let people know what you care about and why you care about it. Because when you know why you're doing something, it overstands how it gets done every time, right? So know your why, how will happen. Daniel, thank you so much. And please, yeah, last words. I really like that, Neville. Uh, To add, just be genuinely curious. You know, I, I think a lot of people are afraid of, of networking because of the, the 
term. You know, I, I, it used to be a scary term for me for a very long time. But at the end of the day, you know, he, good humans want to help each other. Mm. And if you bring genuine curiosity and you show that you actually want to learn, then then people who who have traveled that path that you're trying to travel and they've already traveled that path already, I, I think you'll find that very many people are very generous with their time and they're very generous with being wanting, being willing to help and answering your questions if they can sense that it's coming from a place of genuine curiosity and you really are trying to learn. Uh, I think people aren't really going to help people who they think can't help themselves. But if you are, you know, if you are listening to this podcast and if you are someone who is constantly trying to improve themselves and you are putting yourself out there and you are asking these questions because you are seeking the answers, then, you know, I think I think networking doesn't have to be a dirty word for you anymore. I think you're going to be able to find a lot of genuine connections and you're going to be able to not only gain knowledge, but you're also going to hopefully meet someone who can open that door for you because they see and recognize the potential in you. Yeah, well said. Awesome. I'm going to I'm going to frame that and put it on my wall. Was it really that good? It really was. It really was. Like it's like it's the, it's that rec- it's that recognition, right? And it, it, it that tied everything right back in because it's how can it's they see the they see not maybe not themselves, but they see something in you. They recognize something that potential, and that potential is worth something. And if they see that there's that work ethic, if they see there's that you know ambition, if they see that you're at least trying to learn, right? Then they are generous with their time right but you have to be able to respect that time and visibly show that you respect that time because you don't get a second or third opportunity to waste it yep. right and you got to do the work i mean at the end of the day you're gonna you're gonna be able to speak with someone and you're gonna listen to this podcast and daniel huang's gonna tell you to read gap selling by keenan it's on you to buy the book it's on you to actually read it right so Actionable. don't don't spark note it don't Google the summary, actually buy the book, actually read it, actually learn it, and then do all the other stuff we talked about. That's on you. So it you still need to do the work, but if you do the work and if you show the genuine curiosity, then I think you're gonna go far. For sure. So that is the best close ever because having it end with a actionable investment that is made into the future of your success is phenomenal because the cost of that book if you if we did a, 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 a line test to see okay who bought the book and took that advice and who didn't buy the book and went forward and we took that for the next five years we'd see a difference right so daniel thank you daniel wong it was super fantastic to have you here today you're super awesome Thanks for being here. Everybody, listen to his advice. Buy that book. What was it called again? Gap Selling Gap se- by Keenan. Gap Selling by Keenan. I'm going to have to One buy name. that too. One name. One man. See you guys on the next One episode. <laughs>